from KQED. everyone, I'm Emmanuel. I'm Carly. And I'm Jamidra. And we're the hosts of The Cooler, your weekly dose of pop culture commentary. This week we'll be asking what the dubious films of the 80s and 90s can tell us about the next couple of years. Oh, I'm scared to find out. Do we want to know? Maybe not. No, no, you do. You do not. (laughs) We're also going to be joined later by Emma Silvers to talk about the song of the summer, 2017, Mm. and years past. And we find out why Florida girls are pissed about people drinking La Croix. Or is it La Croix? I prefer La Croix. I say La Croix. Mm. La Croix it is. You say tomato. I say La Croix. (laughs) (laughs) Fellas, I have a question for you. How are you feeling about the next four years? I just had a vision, mm-hmm. and it was just devastation, one tumbleweed, outlook bleak. Outlook bleak. With a chance of death eater. Jamidra, synonym for bleak. I just kind of saw my passport flash before my eyes. Oh, wow. So like, I don't know what that means. Let me just get out of here no, no. real quick. So just to break this down, you guys aren't feeling super, I don't know, sure about what's to come? Mm, things no. are, mm, it's troublesome. Don't worry, I got you. Because the developments of the last few months alone have been so crazy, we might as well turn to an equally plausible source of accurate predictions about what the next four years holds. Is it The Simpsons? Because I usually just go to The Simpsons. The Simpsons predict everything. So close, (laughs) bad movies. Okay. (laughs) Specifically movies that predicted the future or not. What does 2017, 2018 and 2019 and even 2020 look like as imagined on the big screen? Let's see what the very near future holds, shall we, guys? Yes. Okay, so 2017. How are you feeling about 2017 already? 2017 for me has been like when you're on your mark, Mm -hmm. get set, Mm -hmm. you're about to run Mm -hmm. in maybe the Olympics or something, Uh and you get that first burst of energy Mm -hmm. and you slip immediately and crash to the ground. There's gravel in your eye. Oh my God. And you're bleeding. You that's paint that's 2017. Picture with your words. My, yeah. my, my, I'm an artist. My <laughs> left eye hurts now because I'm thinking about the gravel. Yeah, mine is twitching because yeah. it's 2017. As imagined in the movies, it could be worse. Okay, let's first turn to the cinematic masterpiece, The Running Man. Have you guys seen The Running Man? I don't Man? even know what that is. I don't is. know what that it is. It is so crazy. Oh boy. Insane. It's got Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Uh, Famous politician. So it predicted that in 2017, you would be watching people murder each other live on screen nightly in a futuristic version of the ancient gladiators. So we're talking about Facebook Live. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about the Real Housewives franchise. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. In a nutshell, it's a police state. Arnold Schwarzenegger is the good guy. He's like a police helicopter pilot. And he is wrongfully sent to prison and then made to compete in this homicidal game show, which is called The Running Man. Hey, that's the name of the movie. Whoa. Yeah. I, just, I <laughs> finally get it. <laughs> See what they did there? Yeah. So you know, it's like a, set in this world where all cultural activities have been made illegal and the government uses like deliberately crap reality TV and entertainment to keep the plebs, that's you and me, <laughs> yeah. brain dead and compliant. Reality TV and politics have become one and the same. Isn't huh. that funny? I've got two mm. words for you. The Apprentice. Oh. Guys. Another thing it's really spot on about, actually. Post-truth. 
it actually slightly predicts the post-truth world because truth is manipulated around this game. Arnie is a good guy. And at the beginning of the movie, uh, the government want him to like shoot on a bunch of like people. And he's like, no, there are women and children down there. And they're like, just do it. And he doesn't. So they put him in jail. And then when they put him in the game show, they introduce him as the butcher of Bakersfield. They're like, this is the guy that massacred all those kids. But he didn't do it. Post I love your, oh, your Arnold voice. Thank you. I kind way. of like pulled back from it. He was it. like, no. I heard I, 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 <laughs> I wish I did a better one. But um, there are lots of things that this movie doesn't get right about 2017, like jetpacks. We do not have jetpacks yet. I beg to differ. Oh, really? Have you ever seen those water jet packs that people? The, no. There's a thing. No. Google it. There are these things that people strap on and nope. they can go across lakes with these little jet packs on your back. So it exists. Oh, and, and then they like crash into the water yeah. face oh, yeah, first. Pretty okay. much. Yeah. yeah. I stand corrected. But there's another thing. There's so many aerobics numbers in this movie. Like this movie is full of people in like jumpsuits and spandex. And all of the aerobics and dance stuff is choreographed by none other than Paula Abdul. <gasps> you better come on. Yeah. Hey, Paula. Still relevant. Where is yeah. she? We need to do oh, she's, she's on still... tour with New Kids on the Block. <gasps> Duh. Oh, what? Hello. Well, this sweet gig on The Running Man clearly got her that sweet gig. Yeah. So I don't think we're anywhere near as obsessed with aerobics right now as this movie thinks <laughs> in 2017. But give it a year. Yeah, okay. I haven't used my thigh master in like weeks. Seriously. It's not a thing. So based on life. what I've told you, what are we going to rate this movie out of 10 for plausibility? Mm. Reality TV and post-truth, yes. Yep. Aerobics and jetpacks, no. Mm. Marks out of 10. I would give it a 7.2. Huh. Hmm. Oddly specific. Well, because jetpacks are a thing. <laughs> oh, she's still on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a thing. And post-truth is a big thing. I'm going to have to go with the eight. Okay. Excellent. Another case in point, 2017, predicted by the 1996 movie Barbed Wire. I don't think I've seen that one either. Is that? Pamela yes. Anderson. Yep. I could see the yep. poster in my mind with her tattoo with yep. the barbed wire. Yeah. This film is set in 2017 during the, and I quote, Second American Civil War. It's coming. <sighs> yeah. And Pamela Anderson is barbed wire. Hey, that's the name of the movie. Whoa. You're going to see a theme here. She's a bounty <laughs> hunter. She's a mercenary. And she's a nightclub owner. <laughs> Uh, of course, because those things go together. She's an exactly. entrepreneur. That's like three jobs. She holds down three jobs, I mean, yet still has the time to be embroiled in a plot to help a group of freedom-loving folks escape across the border to... Canada. Canada. Because Justin Trudeau, as was predicted, exactly. and it's like we're fleeing to the hot man. Yeah. But uh, this masterpiece claims to be loosely based on the plot of Casablanca. <laughs> Huh. In yeah. terms of like flattering comparisons, that's like me saying my face is loosely based on that of Jessica Albers. But apparently the genders have all been reversed because mm. that makes it like smarter. I don't know. That makes was, it feminist. Yeah, was exactly. there a, a nightclub owner and a bounty hunter in Casablanca? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. seen Casablanca. Me neither. <laughs> I've seen it. Oh. And frankly, I don't give a damn <laughs> about the movie. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> is that Gone with the Wind? Yeah. Gone so with the wind. I, I haven't seen it either. That apparently, is Scarlet, that is Scarlett O'Hara, and frankly, my dear, Gone with the Wind. I was born in 1996, uh, so I'm so young. Um, so what are we rating this out of ten for plausibility? Ooh. You've got Mm-mm. escaping to Canada. Yes, I do Bra- want to do that. Civil War. Nope. Well, I think it's around the corner. Oh, okay. And down the lane. But also, there is no way that Pamela Anderson is still relevant in 2017. So that's one thing this movie got wrong. I'm gonna give it a two. Give it a two out of ten. Because they tried it. Yeah. 4.5. They did. Again, oddly specific. <laughs> Moving on swiftly. Another 2017 movie. Fortress. Have you guys seen Fortress? I have seen no. none of these movies. I, well, <laughs> it stars one of my favorite Belgian actors. Jean-Claude. Mais non. 
Christopher Lambert. <laughs> you may know him as Christopher Lambert from Highlander. <laughs> which is one of my favourite movies ever. And if you want me to talk about Highlander on the podcast, like tweet me at Teacup in the Bay, please do that. <laughs> really want to. No one's going to. Oh, for f- <laughs> but he plays this like ex-army officer who tries to escape over the border with... Pamela Anderson. Into... <laughs> Canada? Canada. Okay. Nice. Because in 2017, in this movie, having more than one child is illegal. You know, like it was in China up until fairly recently. And his wife is pregnant with their second, so they're like, we've got to get to Canada. And so they get caught and they get separated. He gets sent to the fortress. Wait, that's the name of the... Oh, movie. (laughs) Keeps happening. Get this. To maintain discipline, all inmates are implanted with intestinators. Ew. Yeah, which will like... Mm. If you do anything... So it's like immediately Chipotle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, well, that's why I was losing a sponsor. Refried beans. Let's just leave it at that. Okay, so like in this world, your baby will be declared illegal if you are declared illegal, and it will be removed by cesarean section and turned into a cyborg. Whoa. So this is like Handmaid's Tale vibes, right? Yeah. And spoiler alert, the ending has them escaping over the border to have their child in, guess where? Canada. Different one. Mexico. Hello. There you go. So guys, out of 10 for plausibility, what do you think? Well, I'm going to say the wall is is there. Yeah. Or it's coming. So nobody's escaping across the border to Mexico. Private prison facilities? I mean, Mm, Canadian utopia. But also like population control. I don't think we're quite there yet. Cloning? No. Mm. Cyborgs? No. I give them points for using the term illegal a lot because that's happening. It's very topical, very zeitgeisty. Yeah. And all of us not wanting to be here and wanting to be either Mm. north or south when the going gets tough. So I would nine. give it 5.1. Five. I do like the term intestinator. Yeah. You're going to be using that. I forgot about that. that. Mm-hmm. 5.7. That was clever. <laughs> Excuse me. That's just my intestinator. <laughs> was clever. I'm going to have a screening of this film. Why I cannot was it believe that's the name that. of the movie? Intestinator. Oh. The intestinator. And then the poster is just intestines. Just. And, and they spell out intestinator. Hello. It would be a classic <laughs> if they had done what you had suggested. Hey. Um, because they kind of nailed the prison industrial complex, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and give them a, I'm gonna give them a eight. Oh, whoa. I'm going to give them an eight. That, nobody expected that. Wow. I know. Jamidra's drunk. There you go. And I'm going to watch oh my it. God. So let's skip on 2019. <laughs> yes, we made it. It's after the midterm elections, so things are a it little is. better. Oh. It is. So guys, we're actually going to get serious for a second and talk about a good movie, Blade Runner. That is Have you one. seen Blade Runner? Yeah. Is this Wesley Snipes? It that is Blade. Oh, I was like, has that boy kind of? She's also. Whoa, I'm not going to throw you. It's that's a great movie. And by the way, if any listeners out there would like to discuss my personal theory that director Ridley Scott has only ever made two truly good movies, which is the first being Alien and the second being Blade Runner, please tweet me at Teacup in the Bay. I love that this is a vehicle for. <laughs> Your, your Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, tweet me. Yeah. But the thing is, like, many movies set in the future make uh, the future look really, like, shiny and, like, bright. But, mm-hmm. like, Blade Runner at least gets, like, the pollution and the griminess of a, a big city spot on. I think 2019 LA will probably look like this. We're, we're heading there. Yeah. Are you guys familiar with the plot? Who was in Blade Runner? Harrison Ford. Yes. At his absolute okay. peak. Like, devastatingly good looking. He catches the replicants with his good looks. Like, he has those muscles at the hips, you know? Oh, yeah, what's like better than Indiana Jones? They're called. Oh, so much better. Oh, my God. They're called something gutters. I'm not going to say it on this show. (laughs) Wait a minute. What? (laughs) Cover your mic. I want to (laughs) know. I'm going to write it on a piece of paper and then we'll just record your reaction. Oh, 
my god i can read that upside down emmanuel <gasps> okay i need to see these pants now <laughs> wow so thanks this you asked great. what they were called. I asked if you knew the plot of Blade Runner. <laughs> and I was like, so, <laughs> you gutters. A different question. <laughs> so in 2019, this movie says that we will have expanded into intergalactic space and we'll have some nice off-world colonies for you going on vacation. Hashtag mm. Mars. Exactly. And Earth will be a little bit of a dump with like polluted rain and Hashtag stuff. Hashtag true. Exactly. <laughs> but it's a dump with like lots of big like digital advertising billboards. Hashtag we left the Paris Accord. Mm. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Hashtag no one cares about the planet. And uh, we've got robo clones. That's pretty mm. cool. Yeah. There are what are those things that sweep up your floors? Roombas. Roombas. Yes. yes. I mean uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> If your Roomba looks like Rutger Hauer, maybe, but in mm. this movie they're called Replicants and a bunch of them have gone rogue because uh, they've discovered they're reaching the end of their shelf life. And because this movie's actually good, it actually has like a thoughtful think about the predictions that it wants to make about 2019. Like they're actually interesting and thought out, like beyond like we will wear jumpsuits and have jetpacks. Mm-hmm. There are no jetpacks. There are flying cars. We do not have flying cars yet, but it does have these big digital billboards which basically just look like Times Square. That's it. Like, it's pretty accurate. And also, like, people in L.A. in 2019 in this movie, they speak like this new kind of like hybrid patois language, which is a mixture of like European languages and East Asian languages. Wow. So it's actually pretty interesting. It thinks that's not so far fetched that that would happen. Well, they did say because of the whole Paris Accord thing that China's the new world leader. Mm-hmm. So in two years, go. we'll be speaking Mandarin or whatever yeah. else. Yeah. Or just hybridizing yeah. it into our own. Also, space exploration in this movie appears to be like pretty privatized, which like that's happening right now. Richard Branson. Richard Branson. Yeah. So I don't know. This movie seems pretty accurate to me, apart from the flying cars. What do you think? Nine point eight. Nine point eight. You know, I guess Roombas aren't a thing. So (laughs) (laughs) I think we've got very stuck on the Roombas, Jamidra. I like nothing to do with Roombas. Jamidra's like jetpacks are real. Roombas are real. How dare you? Okay. How dare you? Also, you said jetpacks real. You said jumpsuits, rompers. So listen, <laughs> we're there. True. Rompers are very zeitgeisty right now. Exactly. Okay. Mm, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm also going to give you, an, I'm going to give it a nine. Okay. There we go. Guys, we've finally reached 2020. Are you happy? Yeah. There I, you go. Did we make it? We did. Okay. Uh, I'm ready to vote for Malia Obama. Hello. Is it too soon? President Trump will be <laughs> standing for re-election, perhaps. So Michelle? We've got bigger fish to fry Uh-oh. in 2020 if this movie is accurate because this movie I'm about to tell you about says in 2020 we will be at war with dragons. Oh. <laughs> I live for it. Is Daenerys there? Now we're talking. It's Reign of Fire. I love this movie. Colin Pete's Dragon. It's so bad. Oh, gosh. The tagline of this movie, because it's not subtle, is fight fire with fire. So like old- This was the first thing we thought of and we went with that. Our old futuristic friend Christian Bale is back, and Matthew McConaughey too. Oh God, <laughs> Matthew was in this movie. <sighs> but it's like the very start of what we now call the McConaissance. <laughs> <laughs> so this is pre-True Detective. That I wish that was my phrase. First not... <laughs> time I've heard that. You've never heard the no. phrase the McConaissance. My God. This is representing his upswing after all those crappy Kate Hudson rom-coms. But I'm just going to quote Wikipedia here because their description of the plot made me laugh so much. Uh, This film is set 20 years after London tunnelling project workers inadvertently awakened dragons from centuries of slumber and the creatures have subsequently replaced humans as the dominant species on Earth. Oh, so they're just dragons kicking it all throughout this movie? Okay. Guys, it's as good as it sounds. 
just go home, have a big glass of wine and watch Rain of Fire. Do they wear clothes? Uh, yeah, 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 they do. Well, it predicts that this war on dragons will have, like, knocked us back to a pre-mechanical Dark Ages. So, like, there's lots of, like, flaming crossbows and men with beards, which I'm really into. You're just into beards in general. Yeah, yeah. but also <laughs> if they are on Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey. And on dragons. Yes. Mm. And dragons are very, like, in right now. So maybe maybe okay. this movie is kind of accurate. I am HFT. Here for that. <laughs> <laughs> But what are you giving it out of 10 for plausibility? Why am I even asking you to rate this movie out of 10 for plausibility? I'll give you a two for where we are right now. Uh But I'm going to give it a 10 for like, I think we can get there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think so. I believe in us. I'm going to give it a 10 because Matthew McConaughey is in it. Uh Well, you know what? 9.5 because Christian Bale is also in it. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I don't like Christian Bale. He's really good in American Psycho and nothing else. That's Mm. what I'll say. And if you disagree, tweet me. (laughs) Emmanuel, don't look at me like that. Plug away. In conclusion, what have we learned about the future as told by these almost all dubious films? We're f***ed. <laughs> Pretty much. We're f***ed. Clones will definitely happen. Mm-hmm. Technology will try to kill us. And you should submit your asylum application to Canada right now. Yes. And jetpacks are real. Don't uh-huh. you forget that. If you enjoyed this, you can go to KQED Pop. I might have even put a couple more movies on this list. Ooh, Imagine popcorn. that. Let's get together and watch these. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, my God. Movie marathon. We could hire out one of those really cheap movie theaters. And not mm-hmm. invite anyone else. Nope. I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think they would come if we invited them. Right. It's like, it's a movie about a dragon who wears a jumpsuit and a jetpack <laughs> and a Roomba's there, too. Take my money now. Yes. See you there. Welcome to the Hey, I'm Emmanuel. I'm Carly. I'm Jamidra. I'm Emma. What? Wait. <laughs> Who let you in here? Hi. Emma Silvers is here. She's Ooh. the music editor at KQED. This is a momentous occasion because with this appearance on The Cooler, Emma becomes the most frequented guest. Oh. With a total of three appearances, right? Yep. So does that mean we get to say friend of the show? Yeah. Friend of the podcast. Well, she was always that. We'll go with best friend of the podcast. Okay. BFF. There we go. Of the podcast. These are going to make me cry. On this day that we're recording, not releasing, but recording, it is Best Friends Day. National Best Friends Day. Is it? Really? Well, I'm I'm touched that you would have me here on such a momentous Mm -hmm. holiday. We Mm -hmm. planned it. Welcome. So enough about our love for you. Mm -hmm. And let's talk about songs of the summer, past and present Mm. and future. And future. So for those who don't know, what constitutes a song of the summer, in your opinion? So I've spent a lot of time thinking about this and listening to various terrible pop songs over the course of the past two weeks. And I've come up with a few things that I think predict a song really taking over the summer um, in a way that I think we associate with the term summer jam, if you will. And when you say taking over the summer, do you mean like you cannot walk down the street without hearing it? That's I'm thinking Get Lucky. If you will, blurred lines. Now that jingle is in my head, I can't. can't. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can't say those two without saying (laughs) Justin Timberlake can't can't stop. stop 
It's so bad. Uh, it's well. This was actually I. I did a compare and contrast of um, Farrell's "Happy" and Justin Timberlake's "Can't Stop the Feeling," and it's so blatant. It. I don't. I mean, I know artists like rip off each other mm. all the time, but it really bugs me that no one seemed to mind. And the video is exactly mm. the same. Ooh. That's what Justin's brand is. Yeah. It's like, oh, I saw a cool black person do something, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do it three years later. Cornrows. And then <laughs> be more popular than the original. It's so annoying. Yeah. Also. Justice for Janet. Just have to say yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> You're still on that. Good. Always be on that. Hashtag justice for Janet. Yeah. Always. So a few factors that will predict a song's success for the summer. If you're singing to a lot of drunk people, you should probably sing about alcohol. You'll know mm. that. Sure. Songs that have been uh, great summer jams, great, I mean, popular and mm. made a lot of money, not necessarily <laughs> artistically great. Great like Great Britain. <laughs> Relative right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you take that. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. but um, So that's how you get songs like uh, I Got a Feeling by the Black Eyed Peas. Mm. Yeah. If you want people to put their hands in the air just sing a song that tells people to put their hands in the air <laughs> and that they're having a good night and all of a sudden everybody's just Suddenly gonna you are. scream Ask for what you want along yeah. with you fill up my cup drink look at this just take it let's paint the town paint the town we'll shut it down shut it down let's burn the roof i just when you said alcohol for some reason i got Jamie Foxx in my head telling me to blame it on the alcohol. The other factor is is the more obvious one that if you sing about it being summer or the sun or yep. it being hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at you, Nelly. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. People are going to like that when they're experiencing it being summertime yeah. and or hot. When you said, I'm looking at you, Nelly, you looked right at me. And then I, <laughs> I felt like Nelly and I felt like the Band-Aid appear it's on my right, cheek. On your, on your, oh yeah. What did that feel like? I'm so jealous. I felt powerful. Hot. Mm. Uh, yeah. And I felt like I will pronounce things however I want. Yes. Her. Her. Just her. In here. Her. In her. Her. So tell me, what will I be listening to? Or as Emmanuel would say, what will I be bopping to? There are quite a few contenders. The song that I think is going to be both popular and good, <laughs> a better term, because those are not the same thing. No, it's not at all. It's a rare uh, Venn diagram. <laughs> I am pretty into the new Carly Rae Jepsen song, Cut to the Feeling. And I know that's controversial. I came into the office yesterday and was talking about how much I love it. And Emmanuel was like, I just can't with her voice. Can you explain it to me? All of the gay people on Tumblr are now after me because you said that. Really? Uh, Oh, gays are obsessed with Carly Rae Jepsen. And I'm one of the few who isn't. And I just keep quiet about it. But I just speak your truth. Whatever. I'm coming out your head down. And I just don't get it. I don't hate it. I just don't get it. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've heard this yet. Mm -hmm. So my thing that is fascinating about Carly Rae Jepsen to me. Well, first of all, she is just like a tiny wannabe Madonna. 
Like her her songs are just like little nuggets that sound like she is doing an impression of 80s Madonna. Huh. Mm. Which I kind of respect. Like she's just going for it. There's no pretense about not doing that. Not like Lady Gaga. No, exactly. <laughs> or The Weeknd no... trying to be Michael Jackson every chance he gets. Mm. But okay. So ridiculous. Other great example. But yeah, the other thing that I really find fascinating about her songs is that they're almost entirely chorus. The first chorus usually kicks in like 15 seconds in hmm. and then the rest of the song is just basically her yelling the hook, the chorus, over and over again. She makes you, she forces you into singing. She's like, you're going to sing this song. Exactly. So it's stuck in your head after like the second time and there's nothing you can do about it. There's a method to her madness. Mm. So she's like the audio form of cocaine is what you're saying. It's just like, well, we we wouldn't know, Emmanuel. (laughs) (laughs) I've read it in a book. Other drugs are available. (laughs) Um, yeah, I want to make some kind of comparison with crack, but oh. I don't know. <laughs> because this needs to be equal opportunity here. You're like, I'm just riffing. Just riffing. Just riffing. It's, it's a shorter high, I want to say. It's okay. over very quickly. <laughs> the good news is that if you hit replay, you know, you can just listen to the song over and over again and everyone will probably hate you, but I don't think that you will ruin your life or lose all your money mm, or die. That's true. Well, what yeah. we did talk about yesterday is she's cutting to the feeling because we're running out of time on planet Earth. And she's like, let's get to the yeah. chorus. Mm-hmm. And you will love it. We're heading out. So you, let, let's, you know let's have fun. There are no off world colonies yet, as we yeah. have found out in the previous segment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't heard the song yet, but I assume that she will get me because she got me with the last Summer Jam, the Call Me Crazy one that I hate listening to. And it's Call Me Maybe, but okay. I like your version well, better. Call Me Crazy, <laughs> Call Me Maybe. And then she had this one line in the song. The before I met you, I missed you so much or something. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It's a little scary. Yeah. But we sang it anyway. It doesn't matter. It's fun. Because she forced us into it. Yes. She could just sing Mary Had a Little Lamb to Mm -hmm. the beat that her incredibly talented writers and producers (laughs) dream up to get stuck in our head by algorithm. And we would all sing it. Yeah. Another contender that I like in a way that feels like it's against my will, which is, I think, a mark of a good summer song. Ooh. (laughs) Consent. <laughs> There's no consent with pop music. Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah, I'm just, just going to take that. the line from Carly. Oh, she likes saying that. I do saying that. There's a new DJ Khaled song that I really didn't want to like. And I still don't know if I like it. Like, what is liking a song? Mm. You know? Khaled gets me every time. He shouts at me until I'm just like, okay, okay, Khaled. Exactly. <laughs> It's Quavo, Khaled, Justin Bieber, Chance the Rapper, and Lil Wayne. What? Okay. Yeah. I'm in already. It's just a random room. You can keep Quavo, but I'll take That's the rest. That's how I felt. That's exactly <laughs> how I felt. And it's silly. Like, the video is just them in front of a mansion with a pool and some girls, and it's like they put no effort into no. it. That's classic Khaled, though. That's what he does. That, they even, probably didn't even, even set that video up. They just, like, they arrived at his house, and he was like, cool. <laughs> exactly. We're coming over. We brought the cameras. Yeah. Find your horse and I your call girls. this Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of like a male divas live is what <gasps> I like. Oh, 1997 was a great one. <laughs> I was watching 98 just now. Wait, is that the one with Mariah, Aretha, Shana, yeah. Shania? Okay, that's and the Celine. one I like. Yeah, that's the one I like. I, I just wow. got vibes of Ladies Night with a, this is this lady. This is like the male <laughs> oh, yeah. version of Left Eye Little Kim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. Carry well, on. now I feel like I don't want to give these people that much credit because those are all like really things <laughs> yeah. I hold dear. Yeah. But it does feel like they they, knew they didn't need to like do anything or like write a plot for a music video or like act. They just like got them all in a place and it was like, huh. all right, we got these guys. We don't really need but to But is it charming? Is it kind of pulled it's off? It's kind with... of a nostalgic, simple, 
it's a summer song. It sounds lazy. It's a good like mm. sitting by the pool doing nothing song, oh. which will appeal to a lot of people who want to sit by a pool and do nothing, myself yeah. included. Yeah. yeah. Don't you know, girl? Don't you know, girl? I am the one for you. I'm the one. So that one I think has has some potential. It's currently at like number two What's on the Billboard R and B. It's called "I'm the One." Mm, okay. Bieber. Bieber mm. is like not that annoying in so it. So I just Whoa. realized that one of these things is not like the other. Mm. Where did Bieber come from? These guys are all friends, just hanging out. Like they no. Come on. Justin Bieber is not hanging out with Lil Wayne or Justin Bieber. He might as well have been wearing one of those little caps with a propeller on the top. Just like, and with a yo-yo. Like, you don't belong here. It's like the weirdest version, like, stand by me. (laughs) She doesn't go here. My favorite part in the video is when um, Wayne picks up a bottle of liquor and pretends it's a phone. And I feel like that was natural. Like, I don't think anyone yeah. told him to do that. He, he seems was, like he's just, you he know. He got genuinely confused. <laughs> <laughs> he's had a rough few years. Yeah. He's just adjusting to life outside of prison. Okay, Carly? <laughs> well, now I feel bad for laughing. Tweeter at Teacup in the Bay. No, 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 no. <laughs> we only promote that handle for good things, not bad things. So if people want to find even more contenders for the Song of the Summer, Emma wrote a whole article about this, mm-hmm. and you can find it at kqd.org slash arts. Cool. Um. <laughs> cool. I have a one-sentence review that I want to get in there. The new Miley Cyrus is really boring. The sky is more blue in Malibu. See, we're going to end this on a high note. <laughs> she then... literally did river dance on a mountain. What? And someone said, oh, look, she returned to the Caucasus Mountains where she belongs. <laughs> oh, that's wonderfully savage. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Twitter, for that one. <laughs> It's the pig and the pig. Hey, the pig and the pig. Hey. You know what that song means. It's time for our peek in the pit, our weekly look at the highs and lows of this week's pop culture Mm. offerings. Mm. What you got for us? I'm going to keep it brief today. Do. I'm going to give a shout out to people who write for the internet. And Mm. here's why. Oh, all of them? Yeah. All of them. And did you notice I didn't do a pit because I'm trying to be optimistic this week. I and, like you know, that. I'm not going to wallow in anything. Did you say the, pit, just, the peak in the peak? Because I, I thought you said peak in the pit. I did, but it was a little switcheroo. I'm keeping you on your toes. Okay. Are you paying attention? Mm, Seems like am. you're... No, you are. You are. <laughs> okay. So this first article is from Broadly, and it begins this way. Quote, a Cuban-American Floridian who asked to be called Jolene was strolling past Los Angeles's trendy line hotel when she spotted a bearded man sipping from a yellow LaCroix can. Stop appropriating my Fort Lauderdale slut water, she screamed. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Who knew LaCroix had a secret life? <laughs> I had no idea. Slut water, right? Yeah, so we're all appropriating the slut water, and we should stop. Mm. But it's it's too good. This next one is from the Canadian press. You guys probably are familiar with this image when I tell you these words. The headline is, man who mowed lawn with tornado behind him says he was, quote, keeping an eye on it. 
<laughs> it's an amazing image if you haven't seen it. He's it literally is. mowing his lawn and he could give a shit it. about what's going on. It looks photoshopped. It's one. It, and it's Don't not. burst. No, but it, no, no, it's I'm real, saying, right? yeah, no, okay. no, it just resembles something that has been Because then that would have been my pit. It was like whoever did that Photoshop and led me astray. Or how about we invite the listener to go and check it for themselves? Yeah. And mm. if it is Photoshop, they can sort of retroactively insert that into the pit. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> do it yourself. Yeah. Do it your goddamn self. This next one's from the New York Times. Mm. The article headline is boring. <laughs> it's outcry over EpiPen prices hasn't made them lower. But something in this article kept my interest. They really don't want to say the word sex or the F word. Interesting. Why? Here's how they deal with this. They're such great words. <laughs> They're talking about one of the chairmen of the company that does this EpiPen thing and is responsible for these prices. And so his name is Mr. Corey. Oh. And some executives shared concerns with him about these prices and that they're not changing and he's not doing his job correctly. And this is what the New York Times says. Mr. Corey replied that he was untroubled. He raised both his middle fingers and explained using colorful language that anyone criticizing his company, including its employees, ought to go copulate with themselves. <coughs> Critics in Congress and on Wall Street, he said, should do the same. And regulators at the Food and Drug Administration, they too deserved a round of anatomically challenging self-fulfillment. Uh, wait. Wow. Give that writer avoid. their check. Yes. <laughs> Give them it now because that was clearly their last day. <laughs> Copulate with themselves. It's yeah. a really yeah. poetic turn of phrase. Yes. He's like Lord Byron or she. I don't know who wrote it because I didn't do my research. But <laughs> <laughs> Distracting with the old Lord Byron reference, yeah. eh? Mm-hmm. Look over there. Romantics. <laughs> Self-copulation. So we outro with the song every week. The honor is yours, Emma. Mm. Wow. Um, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, no pressure. I think we're going to go with Len Steal My Sunshine because in my research Aww. on summer songs, that one stuck out to me as something that still sounds really damn good. It's timeless. Nice. Mm-hmm. And it makes me feel happy even when I'm sad. Oh, mm. Like a good summer jam Exactly. <laughs> Full circle. So let's write out on Steal My Sunshine by Len. I was lying on the grass a Sunday morning of last week Indulging in my self-defeat My mind was thugged on least the birds on twisted wrong beat A comfortable on three feet deep now Thanks to our podcast papa, David Marcus. Thanks to Carolyn Pennypacker Riggs for our amazing theme song that you hear at the beginning of the show. Please subscribe on iTunes. Also, rate us if you like us. If you don't, um, you never heard this. Until next week, find us on social media. I am Excuse My Beauty without the first D on Twitter. I am at Teacup in the Bay. I am at Jimmy Dresset. Follow us. Favorite our stuff. Retweet. Bye. 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 Keep bursting on.